Hello, you've reached the Comline Hotline. Please stand by. Casey. Josh. Can you hear me? Oh, good. Good May 4th to you. Oh, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Sergio <laughs> Garcia from Barcelona. Why do you say that? What is that? Sergio uh, Garcia from Barcelona. Does he have a lisp? No, but that's how you talk from Barcelona. He kind of does. He, he has a little bit of the, he's a little bit of the, but that's that's the the way you pronounce Barcelona. No, correctly, Barcelona. That doesn't sound right. No, this is this is right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Barth, Barcelona. Bar like th Barcelona. Yeah, I think everybody from there speaks. I think the correct way to pronounce. Whoa. Am I really wrong here? Oh, no. <laughs> Am I just completely wrong? Have you been horribly making fun of Spaniards? How do you type you? lisp into Google? Do you do lisp or lisp? Oh, uh, no. L-I-S-P. Yeah, lisp. Um, it even pronounces it properly. I mean, I say properly. That's, that's mean to people with Maybe lisp. it's a myth. Do people in Spain have a lisp? Is it Spaniards a, don't lisp any more a, than you lisp. Is it a myth or a myth? It's a myth. It's, it's, it's a myth. <laughs> myth. It's a myth. All right. Oh. Josh. Casey. How are let's, you, Josh Nichols? Let's, let's start the podcast now. <laughs> okay, let's go. Right. Hey, Casey. First. First, mm. I, first, you you have been on the record as saying that I weird coincidences happen with me. Oh yeah, right. I, it's not. I didn't. I don't choose whether or not they happen to. I mean, I don't choose that that definition. It's just true. It's just fact. Okay. Well, the other day Haley and I were walking Bella, mm. and Haley said to me that. Uh, her cousin was pregnant and like like seven months pregnant and she didn't know like oh. well into pregnancy yeah okay um and i said isn't that crazy how some people that like you know can just all of a sudden be like mm-hmm. super pregos mm-hmm. and the next day i saw we haven't seen we haven't seen our neighbors a ton and i saw our neighbor for the first time in a little while and I started just talking with her. We talked for a couple minutes, maybe a minute. And uh, at the end of the conversation, I realized she, I think she was pregnant. And it was, it was right on the line of, of, you know, should I say something or not? Because I didn't want to early call it. And it was right as the conversation was ending that I realized that I noticed. But she was definitely pregnant. Whoa. And uh, this is the, the friendly person that we talked to the most in the apartment. And we had no idea. And literally, it was the day after I said, isn't it amazing isn't it how yeah. someone can just all of a sudden be like well into pregnancy and you had no idea? <laughs> and all of a sudden, our neighbor's well into pregnancy. That's not as crazy as my coincidences have been. That, 
Right. That's a smaller one. It, I guess vintage Casey would be, um, it would happen during the same hour of when you said that, or it would just be a crazier coincidence. Yeah. But so that one don't happen all that often. No. Uh, well, no, Taylor, they do. Yes. But, um, it, coincidences like that don't definitely don't happen that often. Um, I've never said that out loud before. <laughs> that isn't it amazing how all of a sudden someone can just be pregnant and literally the next day, all of a sudden someone was just pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, simulation theory, obviously. It, you know, it only uh, pushes that further along. Right. It, it only pumps that up a little more. Like almost like um, the person that was writing the code for the simulation kind of had it on their mind. So they're like, wait, this is something that should happen more often in this guy's life. So. Right. She was just all of a sudden just pregnant. Right. Right. Like three months pregnant, a couple months pregnant. I don't know how pregnant she was. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't say how you actually know that she's pregnant. Well, okay, right in the end of the conversation, she was facing me the entire time. And right, right, like, kind of in the end of the conversation, she, like, leaned up against the door and, like, put her hand on her stomach. Oh. Or leaned up against the doorframe because her door was open. Mm. She put her hand on her stomach, and that was as the conversation was ending. And she, like, started to turn around, and I, like, I looked down at the way she was had her hand on her stomach. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is a fit woman and like, she's got oh, a bump. Right, right. I'm like, I can't, I can't early no, call this. Right. This is something I need to be a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Um, but, and, and you're, after, you get no. a pass. I mean, you get a pass right. for, for not asking because we've, we've decided as a society not to ask. So that's exactly. the default. You're okay. And, and the next time I see if I can, you know, I'm, I'm like 80% sure. Okay. And next time, if, if I'm like, okay, that's a baby bump. Yeah. I'll go ahead and say, listen, I didn't want to early call it. <laughs> you know, she <laughs> get I, that. <laughs> but I did notice. But also, mm-hmm. you know, quarantine has been weird. Maybe she's been eating a lot of food and maybe she's hungry. So she felt her stomach. You know, that's, you know, people have been feasting this quarantine. Right. That's right. So, hmm. yeah. Um, Crazy coincidence, though. I gotta agree. I agree. It, it, that was a weird. That that, that got me. Mm-hmm. You know, that shook me. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I also I also want to uh, address uh, mail. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you do you have any <laughs> do you have anything about mail that you want to talk about? I do. Well, I mean, I, I know you do because you have something to say about everything. Uh, and especially things that that we, no, 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 no. Well, um, it sure can be if, if, if the way you always talk about things is, you know, everything about them, that's not good. Oh, heavens. No, that's not good. But I don't know anything. Right. That's, that's what makes it good that you talk about everything is because you're more, you're always on the curious side. You're never on the, okay. uh, I know what's up. You're, you're good. 
Well, this isn't so. This isn't really a curious thing. Mm-hmm. It's. I think we should uh, ban mail that has uh, in all caps "open immediately" <laughs> or "important" <laughs> or uh, yeah, "bill" or uh, just anything that's all caps. And when you end up opening it, it's just like a <laughs> direct TV ad mm-hmm. or internet ad. Mm-hmm. That should be illegal. Right. The packaging, it, it like feels thick and official. Like, oh, like how weight am I on a bill? Like what, <laughs> what could this be? And, <laughs> and it, it gets, it gets you every single time. Well, it gets me every single time because I don't ever want to let my guard down and then just throw something mm-hmm. away. Exactly. You open it and you're like, you're worried. Like, oh, <laughs> what, what could this be? And then it's a freaking email ad or internet ad. An ad for an email. <laughs> an ad for an email. It's just an ad for internet. I already have internet. Right. I'm paying. I, so, so you, so it's basically, it's like in your email when things just go straight to your spam folder. Why isn't that? No, this is mail. This is snail mail. Right. I know. About email now? I, well, you you're saying the same thing that um, email uses. The same mm. thing should be applied right, right. to physical mail, snail mail. It's spam, but it is spam that that goes to your inbox. Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. can't control. It doesn't have a spam box. Right. It goes right. to your inbox, and you're forced to look at it and panic every time you see it. I it should you. be illegal. I think. I think it is a possibility that that could even happen, that you could ban that, you know? Yeah. And okay. So you do, you think it should be illegal. You don't think it should be like, um, the USPS now organizes your mail for you and you never get it. (laughs) No, I think that could be bad. It's a, it's an entire, it's just a waste. I mean, how much paper and Mm -hmm. junk is wasted in the mail? Mm -hmm. I think it should not only just be made illegal to have that written on something, unless it's like actually a bill or something that you're late on. Right. But just, just get rid of it entirely. Make, make it all illegal, all of junk mail. Right. So I feel like it's going to be the same it's the same thing as it is for uh, firearms, where if you made firearms illegal, it wouldn't stop people from owning them and unfortunately using them. So you make junk mail illegal, they still have your address and they're going to be like, you know what? It is illegal, but how can how could you stop me from doing it? You know? So I think... I get what you're saying, but when you get that mail and it's from mm-hmm. Comcast or DirecTV or whatever, you could then submit it to, I don't know, somewhere mm. where they then penalize that company for mm. doing that. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. It could be, it, could be it would have to be suffocated, right? Yeah. It would have to be made illegal and then they would still work it in and then then you'd have to figure out a way to suffocate it. Right. But it could be done. I believe, I agree. I believe that. No one likes junk mail. No one likes op- looking at a letter and seeing open immediately. <laughs> it's now, I'm now keen to 
what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this could, but there's always that, you know, important open immediately. Oh goodness. What? Right. So where, where would you draw the line of, uh, what they're allowed to put on the front and what they're not? Uh, nothing put nothing on the front okay only only a return address and a sender address and a stamp if needed uh right as simple as possible right and then it's up to the person that gets the mail like this is from comcast i don't think i'll open it even though it's probably important because they're only allowed to send important mail no more tricks Exactly. Exactly. No more just yeah. No more, tricks. no more. No more junk. Just right. real stuff. Yeah. You know. You just want. You just want the real stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I don't need anything from the internet. I don't need anything sent to me from the internet. Everything's right. done online. You right. know? <laughs> I'm paying for internet. I'm not going to pay more for the internet that I have. It's not good. But I'm not paying any more than. Right. And, and I. It just like email, you should at least be able to unsubscribe. You know, yes. unsubscribe from the mailing list. For sure, and you can't. You, can't, you don't have an option. You, you cannot you do, do that. No, you well, can. Yeah, we get junk mail from people that lived here years ago. Ah, oh boy, that's a whole different issue. What do you? That's completely wasted. Yeah, I don't. I don't really even know how. I mean, you put it back in your mailbox with like. You write on it and say wrong, you know, wrong. No, no longer lives here. Right. That's what a it, terrible. If system. it's obviously junk, you throw it, throw it away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We throw it away. We we sift through what seems important and you know open everything up and read the mail and get all their personal info and <laughs> put it update the logs and then get rid of it. Update <laughs> the logs. Speaking of which, I've had this on on my sheet, on my comline hotline sheet Hit for me. weeks, months at this point. Hit you, one time you sent a Snapchat of your uh, like TV stand and on it you have, as a decor item, I believe you have a Rolodex. <laughs> is, that, is that decor or is that a useful <laughs> item? No, it was uh, not decor. It was just something that uh, we had. It was Haley's grandmother's recipes, all of her oh, recipes. Oh, snap. Um, and we had taken it out and sifted through it and, and tried to update some the logs. Update on the computer, go from Rolodex to computer. That's as big of a transfer as you can do. Yeah, right. True. Um, and and it, it just sat there for, we didn't just, we didn't put it away. It just sat there for a little bit. Okay, did you finish the project? No. Did you see how big it was? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, we, we sifted through so many recipes. We, right. we want to start cooking them. We forgot to get uh, ingredients when we went to wow. the grocery store yesterday. But um, <sighs> we're going to start cooking recipes and sifting through some of this stuff. And we want to cook it with her grandmother, but obviously that can't happen right now. Right. Um, but her grandmother's trying to add new recipes no more we gotta, we gotta look at the old recipes we gotta <laughs> sift through what what uh yeah what we is she is she a renowned cook like is she known to be really good yes 
Yeah, uh, she's uh, she's fairly well known throughout Atlanta, I would say. Um, oh wow! She's cooked with uh, who? Haley, who did uh, your grandma cook with? Jacques Poupon. What's that? That's what I thought. Jacques Poupon and Julia Childs. She's cooked with with them. I feel like Julia Childs is a musician. No. Uh, uh, an cook. actress. Chef. Cook. Mm, wow, I didn't know food that. Maker. Eats um, food. But but both very 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 well known people. And, All right. Uh, we had a we just had a live. I we'll get back to Julia Childs and Jacques Poupon. Okay. Uh, but we had a live Casey coincidence just now. <gasps> say it so. You, say you, it so. <laughs> when you when you just said, Haley, who did Grandma cook with? Kayla downstairs in another. Wait. Go. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, Kayla in another room went. Charlie, <laughs> as, soon, <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you yelled that, it, it was, it, it definitely was, wasn't Charlie. It was like she was responding to you. Say I, what, Hale? <laughs> Wolfgang Puck as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Famous, that, yeah. famous actor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> famous comedian (laughs) no 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 uh yeah so all very very well-known chefs and cooks what am i looking at here casey Uh, that's for for shortly oh sorry i that was no background there was several things happening at once there (laughs) (laughs) charlie and haley's yelling wolfgang (laughs) puckett Sending it pictures. Um, uh, that's that's very. So she's she was invited by those people to cook with them. I don't know exactly how it happened. We okay. we need to talk to her about this. Mm. Um, but she's just cooked her entire life, and uh, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, she knows what she's doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you, have you so, cooked one thing from it yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not a ton, um, but like just like some of the staples. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's a lot we have to go through. Mm. Um, That's fun. Yeah. It is. My mom has some. Uh, she has recipe books that she has used. I don't think she has created and she might have added some i don't know i know my my grandma does mama's she you should has some you should get some recipes from her i totally agree i don't know why i've never done that and i mean there's we we've some from some of the stuff that we've cooked we've not updated but just you know tweaked a little bit here and there of what we're putting into the recipe whether it's adding more sugar or salt, some small things, and then, you know, just adding other ingredients entirely, just to tweak it a little. Yeah. But uh, all of her stuff is just so good as is. Mm. Um, but it's fun to go through that stuff and then, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You should get some recipes from her. And she'd love that, you know. Oh, yeah. She just the, the thought of um, 
I don't know the the multiple thoughts of passing on something, someone your descendant cares about you, um, right? Right. Just just the like talking to her is like makes her day, right? So I um, I make sure and do that as little as possible so she continues to appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I think that's all grandchildren, unfortunately. Yeah, true. Um, but you should definitely get that and yeah. uh, get some recipes. She'd yes. love that. Yeah, it'd be a win-win. All right, let's uh, since since you got the pictures in front of you, let's move to uh, Steve second. Uh-huh, Steve uh-huh. second. Steve's second. Steve's on May fourth. <laughs> May the fourth so, be with you, Steve. Uh, sent the pictures and said, uh, Steve, I think Steve has been sending more pictures lately. Oh, I don't know if he's out of uh, out of ideas, questions, I- yeah, out of ideas, just questions wise, right? So, let me try and explain the pictures, okay? He said, Build the perfect breakfast, and uh, oh. there's a picture of bacon and toast. Yeah, I see that. The bacon is numbered one through six, starting at a raw piece of bacon. Yeah, completely I raw. I, and this, the second, number two, is uh, really not much more pretty, cooked than pretty the raw, raw. one. It's mm-hmm. very raw. Yeah. I don't think those are options, do you? No. <laughs> That's, one and two both look pretty dangerous to eat. I wouldn't eat that. I wouldn't eat too. Is bacon is bacon okay to eat raw? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I sure I really don't think so. Six number six is uh very well done. You know, yeah, that that's every now and then. That's tree bark. Yeah, it's still edible. I would eat a quarter of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat the entire thing. I'd, I'd pick at it. I would. I would eat either end of it, probably. Maybe the skinny yes. end only. I don't know. What, so okay. So for bacon, what, what's your preferred doneness for bacon? Man, four is looking really delicious. You know, I think that's the only right answer because <laughs> option three has a little bit of. It's gonna be chewy. Done. Yes. Five isn't ideal but Mm. the fat melts in your mouth at that point when it's just before being burnt Mm. it just kind of melts a little Mm. more you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yes but i think four is the only right answer here so five would be i think it's it's what (sighs) kayla likes but it's also what people i think prefer when they go to waffle house and say extra crispy bacon Mm-hmm. I think they're expecting five. I don't know about six. I would say five is extra crispy. Six is that's burnt. Yeah, it's that's really done. It's there's really no no giant spectrum here. It's really four 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 or point four point five. You know, it's uh, like not three and a five. half to to okay. four point eight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Three. three three is not four is almost not even done enough for a biscuit but look there are plenty of times when i've been at a breakfast buffet 
mm-hmm. whether it be in the United States of America or in South America. Yes. And the bacon has been at like a 2.5. Oh my goodness. Just under a three. Whew. And roll the dice. Yeah. Got to get that protein in. <laughs> okay. So Breakfast when I'm... Buffet bacon is usually, I'd say, at three, right? I So I've... I guess it depends on the cut of meat because have you ever, have you ever had that bacon? I don't know where it is that I've had this before, but it's like really thin and it doesn't microwave bacon probably, but I just don't know where this would even have been. Cause it's a full strip. It's like, it would have been like a side with pancakes and eggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It might be Waffle House. I don't know if Waffle House has this good of bacon, but it's like super thin and you pick it up and it's like stiff like a ruler. Uh, there's no flop to it and you can break it easily. It's it's like, in theory, it's it couldn't get any crispier, but it doesn't look like number six color wise. Right, right. So I've had that a lot. Do you uh, like that kind of bacon? No, 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 no. But uh, okay. I guess what I'm saying is breakfast. I've had breakfast buffet type bacon. Wait, where are we? I'm just now thinking. It's it's like golf course breakfast buffet bacon. Yeah, I was I was just thinking at like the low end spectrum of mm. uh breakfast buffet. Right. Like a, a bad breakfast buffet is awful. Yeah. It's and terrible. The eggs but, are like one giant styrofoam piece. Yeah, and they were mm-hmm. clearly just like powdered eggs and right. like bulk. But the opposite end of that, a good breakfast oh buffet is so good. Yeah. That's that's quite the spectrum. Do you every almost ever it's it's like way more often than you would think. I, when I'm eating breakfast, like pancakes and eggs and bacon and sausage, I routinely think of Mission Inn, uh, the Mm. breakfast buffet there. Do you remember it or how well do you remember it? I had it not that long ago. Oh, you had it there? I had it there. Yeah, I guess there's nowhere else to eat. (laughs) Yeah, that was Coach's favorite breakfast of the entire year, I think. I think it was mine too, but maybe, you know, maybe my standards have gone up since then. What do you think? No, it was very good. The the fruit was good. The mm. the bacon was good. The they had omelets. Mm-hmm. All the options are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we one time Haley and I went to a very fancy place in Houston with my grandparents for brunch, mm. and it it was a very memorable breakfast. A brunch. Was Everything buffet? was awesome yeah it was a buffet and everything was just so good but it's the breakfast buffet spectrum is yeah nuts yeah because the bottom end of that is just it's pretty questionable stuff going on (laughs) (laughs) i agree the uh the link sausage on a on a bad breakfast buffet it's oh and just like the the water in the eggs like when the water just like there the liquid pools up into one side of the eggs and he has to like kind of squish them up against the side to drain it of the liquid (laughs) this is like sifting through the pile of bacon that somebody's already sifted through to get out the most cooked bacon yes and usually my breakfast buffet 
um, encounters are golf courses before a tournament. Mm -hmm. And at the, every year now at the U S mid-am, there's always a breakfast buffet and, um, it really does. It, it, it swings wildly. And, and I think the, the bigger the establishment, the worse, or like the Mm -hmm. bigger, the bigger the room is going to be the worst right. it's going to be because that means they're having a lot of people. They got to bulk cook things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, when we were in Colorado, they had a, uh, a breakfast buffet where they didn't just do the common items. They would do like some like fajita type breakfast, like cool. kind of spicy potatoes and uh, yeah. some not good, not things you want to eat before a round of golf, but it was still delicious. <laughs> uh, I wasn't there to play golf. I was there to uh, look at the scenery uh, and then secondly, play golf. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the spectrum of. And it's the same thing with fruit too. Oh yeah. And we've talked about this with the cantaloupe and. Uh... Yeah. And brag, bad breakfast buffets have mm-hmm. just hard, not ripe fruit. Bad. And bad fruit. seeds. Yes. The good ones have watermelon with no seeds. Right. Yes. Totally agree. Uh, the second picture was toast. Pictures of, of toast from one to nine. I see. One thing uh, maybe toasted for three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it looks like it's got some brown corners. It looks like there's a little bit on there. And number nine, uh, looking like a cup of black coffee (laughs) that's number nine is where you take a bite and it's throw it away well sweep up the mess the crumbs that have been left from your bite are it's like sawdust it created yeah it's just a pile of sawdust you take Uh one bite and bring out the shop back (laughs) uh all right where where are you living on the one to nine here I think I'm living where most other people are living, and that's like five and a half, six. You and I, this is where you and I depart. We differ. Okay. You're going seven. I am going 2.5. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like not a, very done. I like a very lightly toasted because I like it. I like it to where you pick it up and it doesn't. Okay. But if it's too toasted, I, especially if it's a sandwich, uh, mm, two pieces, well, okay, this it, is cuts, it cuts the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I go very, very lightly toasted, uh, like on a, listen, I could, I could get down from 2.5 to mm. six. This is a bigger spectrum. Yeah, this is, yeah. well, there, yeah, well, between four to six, it's not all that different. I see that. Yeah. Four. Right. Yeah. From one to the next four to five is very similar. Five to mm-hmm. six is very this similar. This is a little more gradual than the bacon, I would say. Three to four almost look identical to me too. It's, it is gradual. That's what, like, like, like five seconds. Difference <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I'm going to build it with, um, you know, you're, since I brought up the sandwich and you're like, that is a different thing. I wouldn't, I would never put a 
put a piece of bacon on one piece of toast, it would have to be a piece of toast, a bacon between two pieces of toast. So with that, I'd go with a two. But if it was a sandwich, if you were of, eating a bacon sandwich. Uh, sam- sandwich is two. Uh, one piece, like just buttered and jelly, I would probably go with three. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Also, the the roughness on the roof of the mouth and cutting the roof of the mouth. Mm. The a good way to make a sandwich is to just toast the bottom piece. Ah. <gasps> uh, so just toast one piece. Uh, I don't know, and man. Having the no. Maybe toast the bottom a little stronger, but your top piece can't be a piece of bread. <laughs> no. Oh no. I'm not okay. Toast it lightly. So yeah. there's a little bit, but not enough to. Okay, you know, so you're talking like five on the bottom, two on the top. Yeah. Okay. I've never Can thought you about toast that. one side more than the other. There, a lot of my a lot of toasters have bagel settings. Okay. So that would toast so, only the inside of the bagel. So then, uh, just toast one side of mm. the top piece. That's uh, that's. That's okay. You're still getting that first bite. It it's too it's soft. Okay. Toast the very top to number two. And then toast the other side of that piece of bread. Yes. To like four or five. Oh. What if you go so two, three, four, five? Two, three. Two, three, and then four, five on the bottom piece. Well, the so, bottom piece doesn't matter as much because you don't cut the bottom of your mouth, you know? Well, it's the roof for your mouth that's I, getting hurt. Right, but if you, if you bite all the way through the sandwich, and I guess it's, it's much less likely, but if the roof of your mouth somehow gets to the bottom piece... Oh, that, that ain't happening. It your sandwich happen. isn't thick enough. It, yeah, if you've got there, one there strip wasn't. of bacon on there. <laughs> Which yeah, you weird. need more on there. There, there okay. should be a, more of a buffer zone. Yeah. All right, so your and final answer. <laughs> I got to go four on the bacon, which I think is... Mm, it's the right answer. I think that's the only right answer. <laughs> it looks really good. <laughs> it does look very good. And then, a, uh, yeah, like a four, anything from four to six. From, okay. two to, from two to, I don't know, Uh-oh. four. Four or five. Four, four point five. How about just five? It's we'll right in the middle. Five. Let's do five. Let's go right in the middle. Four and four and five. Right. Okay, I, you're you're going light. I'm going. I'm going four bacon, two toast. Okay. Yeah, you, there are people that like a dark toast. Oh, I yeah, I know it. Uh, Kayla again, I think would go would lean towards more toasty. Really? Yeah. What do you think she would she would lean towards? I think she'd go five bacon, seven toast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, is, is mm-hmm. Haley is Haley a soft bacon or a or a crispy bacon? Uh, no, crispy. Mm-hmm. She'd be at a four. She'd be at a four point okay. five bacon, That's, and right. a uh, probably right in the middle, right five mm-hmm. five toast. You guys are similar in that in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, so that's Steve's second. That's All our right. breakfast talk. 
this is this isn't a breakfast. <laughs> no, just toast and bacon. But we talked about powdered eggs. How does that even work? Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like it's. I, oh, is it cold? I can taste them right now. Oh, cold eggs on a boat. I mean, back to the buffet. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Eggs get cold quick, though. So I, you know, I you can't blame them. But I guess powdered eggs. It's you add water, you mix them. And yeah, then you, and that's it, right? Put them in put, the microwave or oven. Microwave? Yeah. Have you ever microwaved a raw raw egg? Actually, yeah. It's pretty amazing. It is. It's just like doing it at McDonald's. I think that's what yeah. McDonald's does. It gotta be. <laughs> it's not great, but it's not awful. Right. I think it's better than McDonald's because it's, I don't know. It just, when, when you bite into a McDonald's biscuit, you see the pores of, on the eggs, you know? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they, fast food eggs are weird. I, they got to make them fast. They can't sit there and fry them up for you every single time, I imagine. You're right. You're right. We, All right, uh, well, let's, let's, uh, yeah. Let's move into it. Let's move, move into uh, a new segment. All right. The, the newest segment. I, I, I don't know what to call it. Whoa. Oh, Guess oh that you, year. Okay. I, I, was, I thought you were going to say, I don't know what to call my item. No, no. I know what to call it. Okay. Yeah, guess, All right, guess that so year. Sure. Guess the year. Uh, in, or just, this is, this is the education section. Education section. <laughs> Sure. We're we're gonna educate people. That's right. This is so it. This is very I educational. Have, yeah. So I have an, something, and Josh has something. Yes. And uh, we're supposed to guess the year it was invented, mm-hmm. and the the cost of it, if possible, when right. it was invented, and maybe the cost now, what it's equivalent mm. to, in this current time, if that's information is possible. Right. Um, do you want me to go first? Yes. Only cause I, I didn't, I mean, I do have a form of price, but I don't, I guess I don't know what it would have costed then for them to buy. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Some of those, yeah. Some of, sometimes it may, it may be hard to find that information. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, uh, the light bulb. You know, I actually thought about doing this. Oh, Thomas Edison and the light bulb. Yeah. Pretty uh, important invention. Pretty ridiculous Very. invention to just invent light. <laughs> to create light. Uh-huh. I agree with that. <laughs> when uh, when hmm. do you think this was invented? I know it was invented in the 1900s. I'm going to say 19. 19- 1903. You were very confident in that, and you were wrong. It was not <sighs> invented in the 1900s. Really? Late 1800s. The late 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, between 1878 and 1880. Oh, I was pretty. I was pretty far uh, off. I was pretty far off. Edison and his team of researchers tested more than 3,000 designs for light bulbs. Wow. And in uh, 79. He filed for a patent. Mm. 
and uh, nailed it. And I have the price for what it was in 1881 for one light bulb. It was a 18... dollar. Oh, in 1881, the light bulb was a dollar. Whoa! Which translates in 2013 to twenty three dollars. Okay, that's an expensive light bulb, but not outrageous. It's not that crazy, right? It's not outrageous. What I haven't bought a light bulb, maybe <laughs> ever. <laughs> a normal light bulb? Have I ever bought a? Have you ever? What is oh, a light yeah. bulb? I've bought a light bulb. Oh yeah. They're not cheap, right? They're not like a dollar. So some some a eight pack uh, of of just basic soft white mm-hmm. light bulbs is it says ten dollars to twenty dollars. I don't know why that could range. Okay, this four so pack for is twelve dollars for one light bulb. Twenty four. That's it's not cheap, but right. the gift of light. Yes, that's surprising. Yeah, and uh, and I guess the light bulb channel uh, inventing the light bulb came with more than just uh, like I don't know how do you like he had to channel the electricity into the light bulb too exactly like you have to invent the lamp the lamp or whatever whatever use whatever right however the light bulb. However you get the electricity and however you, what the heck would you even do to harness that? I guess some, some sort of kind of hamster wheel looking thing Yeah, that would generate electricity, channel it into a cord, a wire, I guess, and then into the light bulb. That's really amazing. And could you imagine having like friends or neighbors and being like, oh my God, like John got a light bulb. He's, yeah. he's got a light. We got to go check it out. We got to go see it. He's a got a light bulb. It's got a light bulb. How do you get his a light bulb? What an That's insane awesome. invention! Yeah, I think spend yeah. the night at his house. He's got light. I I feel like we yeah, we we can stay up. Uh, yeah, we just got candles. So yeah, with you saying that, I feel like it's more of the like rarity of of owning one rather than the expense, you know, because it wasn't right. that expensive. And right, I'm sure at one time it was hard to find them. Oh yeah. And and I do like the saying that uh like he failed mm. two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine times, mm. but he succeeded, you know, that one time That's in right. finding the light bulb. Right. You gotta fail to learn. That's right. I, I couldn't agree more. Um and I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely an overused uh, cliche, but it is uh, couldn't be more true. Right, right. Uh, and he's he's that's the man gonna, for it. Yeah, it's got to be one of the greatest inventions ever that oh. people won't talk about. <laughs> like compared to the iPhone, like right, the light bulb. <sighs> yeah, when when people think of inventions, like name the most important invention you can think of right now, and most people are going to say the iPhone. Right. I feel Could like. you, do you think you yourself, if you set out on a mission to create a light bulb, mm. do you think you could do it yourself <laughs> in the year 2020? Like, uh, uh, just, I couldn't w- figure it out without any the science re- of it. with right. like no use of the internet. Right. If you tried to, to put yourself back in 1878, mm-hmm. 
Right. Oh, like, no. oh, like just all I had, would I even have a light bulb to go on okay. like to look at it? Yeah. Okay. I think even if you had a light bulb to go on mm. for you to create one and figure it out. Right. Years. <laughs> and when you years. finally did it, you would, you, your oh. hair would be long. Your beard yeah. would be scruffy. <laughs> You'd be like, yes. <laughs> Could you imagine the celebration they had when they did it? <laughs> they Holy had the big, cow. the big lever. They go, Coom, Coom. and it turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, isn't that where Eureka came from? The word Eureka? Oh, really? Did somebody say that when it... I, I don't that's, know. I think that's the, uh, that's the myth, the myth. Well, that's, that'd be, that's the proper word, I would say. Myth? No, uh, Eureka. Eureka. Yeah. Oh, no. It, the, the word, a famous exclamation attributed to our... Archimedes. Archimedes. Archimedes? He's, he's old. He's a Greek mathematician. In 288 BC. Oh, that's some years ago. So that, I mean, they might have said it, but it wasn't Thomas Edison that first said it. I see. There, oh. So, go. Eureka is the state motto of California. That's kind no of, idea. It's kind of lame. That's weird. <laughs> Eureka. That's very weird. <laughs> to 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 mm-hmm. continue the light bulb talk. Yes. The longest lasting light bulb. How oh. long do you think it's been lit for? I'm gonna say sixty years. Uh, the Centennial Light is the world's longest lasting light bulb, burning since 1901. Oh my and goodness! Almost never switched off, so I guess it's uh, been turned off. But it's—I think it's pretty much on. It's on all the time, though, because there's a a webcam of it. Oh, since 1901, the this centennial light has been going. The centennial light—that's amazing. That's a long time. <laughs> so, so. Why do light bulbs burn out? The filament or whatever the the little wire in there is used of just withers away, I guess. Like it's just not a forever lasting material. Right, but how is the centennial bulb still going? Like what is that? The different Probably filament? Some, some radiation around that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't you know. Think? I don't know. I'm looking but at it, and obviously you're looking at you're watching the webcam. It's not. It's probably the least interesting uh, <laughs> webcam you can watch. It's lit. Nothing's moving. It's just a lit light bulb. This page updates every thirty seconds. It could just be a picture from ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at a fire station, which is kind of cool. Are you sure? Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a fire truck in the background, and if you read up on it a little bit. Oh, excuse me. Do you do you see the fire truck in the background? Oh, T ninety six bulb cam. Uh, I see. Also, no. the website is from like nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. It's like a MySpace page. Yeah. So, um, I think it's supposed to be a public thing you can go look at, but right now, sadly, it looks closed. 
because because of the I, coronavirus. Oh, really? Is there I, a coronavirus update? <laughs> I don't know on, they've updated this page. Not on this website. No. But it's, you know, you you can't museums I don't think are open. No, no. However, if you went to this fire station and said, I'd like to see this in Tenning Light, I bet they'd be like, hell yeah. Right. Yeah. The, if it's a fire station, it's still open. I bet you could go see it. Hmm. Where is it? Do we know? Uh, it's in Livermore, California. Ca- California. Eureka. Wherever that might be. Eureka, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. Was, was Thomas Edison in California? No, New Jersey. Oh. New Jersey. Okay. And that's a little light bulb education. Cool. Eureka. Eureka. All right. What do you have? All right. Uh, I've got a similarly dull item. Uh, it is the doorknob. The light bulb is not dull. <laughs> the doorknob. Holy M- mackerel. Much more dull. You were able to find information on this? Very easily. <laughs> When was it invented? Do you have the invention? Date? I do. Uh, well, but, this could be anything. So there's invention date, but then there's also like first kind of use, but it wasn't like patented until much later. Whoa, somebody patented the doorknob. Uh-huh. <sighs> mm-hmm. Ah, whoa, I'm going to be very off, but I'm going to say. Wait, which one? On the invention date. Invention date. Okay, patent. You have a patent date too? Is that? Well, that's a, I think that's the same date. Same okay. year. Um, Wait, what year did you say the doorknob was? I didn't. Yeah, you did. I mean, the, uh, the, the light, light bulb. bulb? Yeah. Uh, 1879. Take I mean, the guess. doorknob was, what's that? What? The doorknob was well before that. I'm going to say. Seventeen eighty. Was it like like a what? Go. Eighteen seventy eight. Holy cow. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's when Edison started cranking on the light bulb. He probably used the doorknob to get in out of the door. Maybe, but also maybe not, because right. in 1878 was when he started. How did he? What What did they do with that? There were doors before that, right? So this is the discrepancy here. During the reign of Louis the Fourteenth, and I everyone just fell asleep. Uh, that was in 1643 to 1715. That was his reign. Uh, very decorative gilded doorknobs were created to mirror the opulent lifestyles he's created for himself. So they had. Okay, there were doorknobs before that. Right. But you were guessing the patent date, and that is 1878. That's a late patent date. Almost the same as the light bulb. I think this needs to be invention date. Uh, Well, here. uh, So, however, it was 1878 that the idea of inventing doorknobs was first introduced by documentation. This was all started thanks to an inventor named Osborne Dorsey, who first submitted a suggestion to the U.S. Patent Office for a door-closing device. Dorsey was his last name. Dorsey. Doorknobsey. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> do you have a, a price of what it was then or what? That could not, not be nope. found, but okay. uh, I do have eBay of what vintage door, you know, you could buy a vintage doorknob right now. And that's Whoa. not that outrageous. It's like yeah. any, anywhere from 20 to $50. That's not crazy. And to buy one now, like a, just a doorknob at Lowe's is like $20. So really doorknobs have not changed price. Well, I mean, it's something we use every single day. Oh, yeah. And whoever patented that probably made a good bit of money. Yeah, Dorsey. Dorsey is doing well. The Dorsey family. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Dorsey estate. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing pretty good. So, I think a little dull, but I think this will, we'll, we'll ramp up on the, uh, on this segment. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more creative. I think we both heavily procrastinated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I love the idea though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This what, segment's uh, not going anywhere. What, sh- what should it be called? Should we ask the fans? Yes. Yeah, submit, submit a, <laughs> what you think it should be called um, to www dot uh we have a twitter <laughs> we do have a twitter tweet us just 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 twat us <laughs> just send us a tweet on what on what this segment should be called and if someone actually does send us a tweet <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll use it blown we'll, away. We'll, and we, we will use it we won't even think about it whatever <laughs> it is we'll so choose wisely because it whatever will be it used. may be Yes. The first, the first suggestion is what uh-huh. we are going to use. Right. First come, first serve. First come, first serve. This segment has been fun. <laughs> oh man, uh, what you been up to lately, Casey? Uh, cooked up something, something good last night. Did you and film it? I did not. That's okay. Because I don't know. that shouldn't was, be my first question. I, I mean, I guess I can do it in the future, but it was, I didn't do anything for it. And it was amazing. Mm. It was a uh, beef short rib. Oh, I saw that picture. That was crazy um, looking. It, it is pretty wild looking. I'll send you, a, I'll send you another one right now. Um, but it was literally the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, I was wow. I did it on smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put a simple rub on it and put it in the smoker for f- a little over five hours. Oh my goodness! And didn't touch it hmm. until I pulled it off. I probed it here and there mm-hmm. with the thermometer, and uh, that was it. I didn't do a single thing other than just season it and put it on there. The smoker did the work, and it was spectacular so okay i've got a couple questions um okay pictures are on the way okay how did you know five hours um i did a little bit of uh researching okay and uh it it was anywhere from four hours to eight hours honestly from what it was going to be it wasn't a very 
I, I knew based on the size that it was going to be roughly five hours. Cause it wasn't um, small, but it wasn't huge. Right. It was a, uh, right. Compared to all the other comparisons for smoking a short rib, I knew it wasn't on the big end. I had a small guy. This, uh, this looks very delicious. It was amazing. It was very good. Would you, um, uh, how is it compared to a well cooked brisket? Taste wise, not at all that different. Okay. Um, I think I might. No, I, I wouldn't say I like it more. Brisket, when done well, like melts a little bit more and is just <sighs> falls apart in your mouth. This wasn't <sighs> as much, right? But um, it was still very, very. Uh, there was a good amount of marbling and fat in it mm. to make it kind of melty and. I don't know, because of the sides of it, there was more uh, coating and seasoning, and yeah. I like that. I like the little crusty parts of it, so okay, it, was, yeah. it was just like little bits of candy. Wow. So a question for the smoker, I guess it, mm-hmm. it would be about this meat in particular. When you go from four to five, five to six, six to seven hours, like how long, because it's such a slow cooking thing, how long mm-hmm. does it take to go from, you know, like medium rare to medium to medium well? How, what would so you say? So like a brisket and this, uh, you don't, you cook it all the way. There's only uh, one um, way to cook it, kind of. Yeah, because the, the, the fat that's in the middle and, and some of the other fat, like the marbling, mm. um, starts to melt and render at a certain temperature mm. and that's when you get the the melt in your mouth just like fall apart delicious that's when it becomes really tasty because before that it's it's more chewy and and fatty mm. but once you hit uh roughly like 200 degrees that's when it really starts to just just uh render and melt away and become real delicious so internal temperature 200 yes internal temperature so yeah so i i I put it on there at like 240 240 degrees that's slow so it takes a long time for that internal temperature to hit 200 yeah um yeah and and you do have to cook it all the way and then you you just you jab it with the thermometer once it's at like Mm. i said a yeah i mean i can even set a probe alarm a thermometer alarm to where my phone will buzz and alert me when the meat has hit a certain temperature oh you've got a, a like it, a special... it connects well no it's the grill it's it's the smoker itself it's the trade uh-huh. oh it through the app i can do i can just sit on the couch and do the entire thing i can raise the temperature i can lower the temperature i can see what? the temperature of the meat i can raise the temperature of the a probe alarm from my phone yeah, yeah. to alarm me when it hits a certain temperature. Um, I mean, other than just putting more pellets in and I didn't do a thing next time I might spritz it with uh, like apple cider vinegar and oh, yeah. apple juice combination Yeah, just to keep it like a little more moist than it was. Okay. Um, I just want to do like a baseline. Yeah. 
see what it was and go from there. And it was a $15 piece of meat. It wasn't like a crazy expensive piece of meat either. Yeah. Right. So like to splurge, you know, once I'm getting tired of chicken and rice and <laughs> mac and cheese after a while, you know, just to, <laughs> it's, it's just like eating a good steak, you know, spending oh, money yeah. on a good steak just to, yeah. you know, um, so it wasn't like an outrageous piece of meat and it was so, it was the easiest thing in the world. Mm. I didn't do a thing. Wow. I just what, put it in there and didn't do a thing. What'd you put on it? What was the rub? Uh, it was the simple, just like salt, pepper, paprika, garlic powder. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I saw too, everyone else was just doing really simple salt and pepper. And yeah. it's just, whew. yeah, the meat I like does to do the it. job. Yeah. And I like to do just like a liberal coating of it. Cause I mm. like that crusty mm-hmm. outer edge with like mm-hmm. the melt away inside. Yeah. So I'll, I'm, I'm a fan of the short rib, especially after that. Um, and I think that if you, if you made your way down here, I think we would, we would do a short rib. That's what you would do. That's maybe your something go-to? else. Yeah. Maybe something else, but to go along with it. Um, mm. but that's good. That's a crowd pleaser right there. So, we only have a grill. It's a it's a propane grill, mm-hmm. and I feel like when it's on its lowest heat setting, and if I just let it sit there for ten minutes to heat up to its maximum temperature on its lowest to its flame, minimum temperature. Well, the maximum of the minimum. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not getting any hotter, but this is the lowest it can be. Uh, that is somewhere around two fifty. Mm-hmm. but it's not a smoker. It would just, is that the same thing? Could that be the same thing? I'd run I out of propane <laughs> for there, one. I think there are some things you can do to like create smoke in there potentially, okay. yeah. whether it's get uh, like wood chips and, and do something with that. Right. Um, you certainly wouldn't get the flavor. Yeah. I I don't know how it would turn out. That's that's interesting. That would be an interesting test. You couldn't um, go for five hours. It, it, you'd run out of propane. But oh, that's true. I do just wonder how. It's not meant for that. Like, I right, think it's straight up, not meant for that. If you are interested at all, um, you can build your own smoker. You have the space for it. Oh yeah. It's not. If it can be really simple mm. um, with just like cement blocks. Oh. Um, and you could get everything for very cheap and build your own smoker oh. in your backyard as it is. And I mean, yes, it would be some labor with cement blocks and stuff. Yeah. But you, you could you could pretty easily with the space you have uh, build something. It would be hard to control the temperature. Yeah, which is pretty important because um, it when you have it fluctuating a lot back and forth, um, right. it it is it's not a it's not as good of a cook. Yeah. Um, but you could you could build your own. So, what? I mean, I I know you you said something about pellets, but how? What? 
um, are you are you keeping a fire going? Like, how does the temperature stay the same? It. This was the the uh, Steve will like this conversation because he he was asking me about uh, a Traeger versus like a big green egg. Yeah. And the big green egg, you have to you have to control the temperature. You have to whether or not it's adding uh, charcoal or uh, little chunks of wood or whatever to maintain the temperature. You have to be on it. You have yeah. to be paying attention the entire time to keep it as close to the same temperature as possible. And with the Traeger, it does it all. It all I do to turn it on is I plug it in. I turn on the switch, I set the temperature and hit ignite. Mm. And it takes like 15 minutes for it to get cranking. Mm. And it feeds, it slowly feeds it with uh, little wood pellets. Mm. And it, it controls the temperature. If it, it's So it has a little store of pellets that... It's, uh, it has a little hopper uh, oh. to the right of it. Um, and you just pour the pellets in there and it is very efficient wow. um i just i filled it up to the i'm not even the top yesterday before i started and it i i could use it again without filling it up oh my i didn't goodness. need to fill it up through that entire cook it's so efficient Traeger. um and the temperature fluctuated i set it at 240 and it went up to maybe I don't think it got up to 250 and it went down to 230. Casey. Maybe. So so it stays within within 20 degrees. Which and that was another debate too cuz my brother Kyle, he likes he uh has like a not a big green egg but a smoker and something that he can use to smoke with and he doesn't use it very often at all because of how intensive it is and how mm. much you have to be on top of it you got to be right there at it exactly so i think people that use triggers over green eggs i think they use them way more often mm -hmm. than they would a green egg um and part of the art is taken out of it for sure yeah, because sure. of that yeah but I wouldn't have, I, the short rib last night wouldn't have been nearly as good as it was right. if I'd done it on a green egg. Mm. I also think a green egg is a hideous item. <laughs> oh, really? A, a smoker, it, it, it looks like you're in the mountains, uh, like cooking, smoking some meat. I mean, it, oh, yeah. this looks like oh, a, yeah. a cool item. Does yours have a little smokestack thing? Oh, yeah. Yours is that one? Oh yeah, they they the, all all yeah they all do. Okay, all did right. Did you look I, it up? Did you look up a trigger? I am looking at them, and it it looks like there's one that doesn't. It looks like the cheapest one actually. They have a, like a tailgate. Yeah, one. tailgate. Um, yeah. Their original, like the first one that they made or something, was might not have had it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the majority. of yeah, most of them do. What's yours? What's uh, it's the Pro 575. 575. Yeah. I see it. It's black. Um, is yours black? It is black. Wow. And the, so the green egg is also extremely heavy. 
<laughs> like ridiculously heavy. Really? And this is, I mean, this, yeah, because it's ceramic and it's, yeah. it's really thick. Yeah. It's a very heavy item. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, the, the smoker, it's not light. It's like a grill. Um, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And it's also apparently safer and uh, like mm-hmm. a grill wouldn't have obviously been allowed on my balcony. Right. There's no propane. So this was approved by the fire department. Well, um, yeah. You need to, you need to get rid of your propane, even though you don't have propane on your. Exactly. <laughs> People are telling us they're doing. Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. Um, it's an insane piece of technology and they, <laughs> they send updates with it. The app is insane. Um, no kidding. It has a ton of recipes, a ton of recipes. Mm. And if you select one through the app and you just hit start the cook, it'll... It knows? It, it'll do, it'll set timers up for what you need to do. Like after two hours, if you need to wrap it or oh. uh, coat it with, you know, whatever. Um, so it'll have a different alarm. It'll set like the probe alarms for the temperatures you need to reach. Um, and it's connected to the internet too. So it it updates when it needs to update, you know, if they, it's like a Tesla, if they have an update to send, they'll send it out to the Traeger itself. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. much. Right. Um, so this, it sounds like this is the Traeger is as much about the ease of use and the technology as it is about the smoking of the meat. It's like, that's what makes yeah, it I mean, awesome. Right. The, I'd say most of the art to barbecuing is, I mean, knowing, knowing the meat and what it yeah. needs to do, but then controlling the temperature, I think, is mm-hmm. extremely difficult on anything else. Wow. And this you know, takes that out of it and brings really good food to so many people. Is there a poor man's Traeger? There, there are other smokers out there mm-hmm. um you don't recommend i don't know uh i mean i was lucky enough to win that golf pool which yeah which really just made me want to get a trigger <laughs> um they do have obviously smaller ones and cheaper ones but yeah uh they're obviously smaller right um like the ranger pellet i think is one for like camping or yeah, like the, the scalp little, pellet. I, yeah, you can guy. take camping, which is awesome. Yeah. To be able to camp with that. Uh, I thought about the the tailgater one. Yeah. Um but you went, I you went full on. Yeah, you can't do a brisket there. Yeah. And this is this is something that I'm gonna have for hopefully my entire life. Hopefully I don't need another grill or smoker. Right. You know? This is it. Okay. Yeah. So could you use it as a grill, like higher temperature? That's the only thing is uh, you can you can set it to a high temperature, but it doesn't do what like yeah. a, a grill would do. It doesn't. It wouldn't get the char. Yeah, um, right. Which we have our little cast iron little fire pit that we cook on. Yeah, right. And we just do that. We we sometimes do skirt steaks. We have a skirt steak to do on that mm. in the near future. And that's just like candy. Skirt steak over a little fire like that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, you're you're making you're making well, me feel bad for what I cook. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. 
But I, you could, you could build your own smoker. If I, look, if I had the space for it, I, and if I owned, you know, the yeah. land that I was on, I probably would have done that mm. by now. Wow. Maybe um, I might have to look just, into that. It's just fun. You know? Yeah. Food over fire tastes oh. so much better than food not over a fire. Right. Or even, even like real wood fire uh, compared to propane. No, so exact. It, it's yes. You, so do you have, you have a little fire pit, right? Do. Yeah. Do you, could you put like a grill grate over the top of that? It came on? with one. I, I would, it would take a while. It, it takes a while. We've burned it, uh, you know, seven or eight times and it mm-hmm. takes a while to get down from a bunch of branches fire. down to charcoals right. kind of, but I don't see why not. I really encourage you to just start the fire a little beforehand. Yeah. Casey, you know, yeah. you can sit out there and enjoy it. Kayla can uh, be inside, whatever. You can just be enjoying the fire because yeah. watching a fire is one of the greatest things in the world. Uh, just sitting there poking at a fire. Yeah. Um, and what we did and they taste amazing is you just toss some little tomatoes in olive oil and salt and pepper and just plop and if your grill grate can handle you know a small uh tomato (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how thick it is you know oh can it hold it right right okay (laughs) without falling through without falling through (laughs) um and just just roasting them over the top until they're like a little bit charred yeah holy cow they're so good just you're There's talking candy like, bombs just eat just eat the tomato. tomatoes just wow. tomatoes just tossed in olive oil and salt and pepper yeah and they're a little just little flavor bombs mm. but get a i strongly encourage you to to get a meal together to cook over that yeah um it's yeah okay i good evening that might happen tonight. Could be, if check, it could be anything, you know? <laughs> it might happen tonight, but we'll see. Okay. Please do it. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's Food enjoyable. over fire is so mm-hmm. much better. I don't know that I've ever actually cooked, like, I've eaten food cooked off of a fire, but I don't think I've ever done it. Just take some tongs out there, mm-hmm. grab a few plates, and mm-hmm. you just poke at it. You if something, you know, if you pull something when it's done and it gets a little cold, you just put it right back on there. Yeah, you know, right. something still, could go for a little yeah. longer. Right. It's, it's so much fun to just pick at it. And we have two like mini tongs. Yeah. Yeah. And we sit on either side of our little fire pit and yeah. uh, we're just, pick just constantly flipping stuff, picking stuff, putting tomatoes on, taking oh. them off. It's, it's, it's a an, lot of fun. It's an interactive activity. Yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. Do that. Do that. Okay. Do you have a do you have a, a water bottle in front of you? I I don't. I just finished my coffee and I don't have a water bottle. Oh. I promise I'll chug when we get off of this. All right. I'm gonna Do you have a water bottle? Yeah. Why don't why don't you go ahead and do it? All right, here we go. Here we go. Chug, 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 chug. Is it cold? Mm. Mm, it's like the dentist's office. Mm. Oh, I, I know I can't on. talk to you. <laughs> so, uh, how's your week been? 
<laughs> you been flossing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and it's not even the it's not the yes or no questions that get you. It's the how's your week been? Oh, how dumb! Oh god! Did you drink it all? Mm-mm. You're you're topping it off though. Mm. And there. Oh my goodness! That's. I, I, I was gonna wait. <coughs> I waited to the end because if we do it at the beginning, I have to pee by the end. So mm, smart, smart. So I, was, I waited. Um. Well, thanks for listening to the Comline Hotline. That's this week's episode. That's this week's episode. May the fourth be with you. Um, (coughs) And take it easy. Drink some water. Yeah, you out there listening, drink some water. Stay hydrated. These times are tough. The last thing you need is to be dehydrated. Yes, and let us know what, uh, what that segment should be called. That's right. Thanks for listening. All right, Casey. We'll talk to you later, Josh. Josh. Right. Love you. <laughs> Bye, Katie. Love you too. Bye, Josh.